It's Monday, March 8th. I'm Rudy. Last night I watched the romantic comedy When Harry Met Meghan. It's just like When Harry Met Sally, but nobody says I'll have what she's having. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. Fantastic. How are you, everybody? I'm Rudy Povich. This is a long walk to Cleveland. Today is International Women's Day, so we'll be highlighting a female who is kicking ass, literally did so in superb fashion on Saturday night. Also, what's the best way to dispose of old porn? Probably didn't think you'd be getting that question thrown your way this morning, but we'll find out here in just a little bit. But first off, it can't go any other way. I knew this was going to happen. So... Uh, Friday and Saturday, I was downtown St. Paul. I was helping a couple of comedians record some sets. And on Saturday night, one of them had said, Hey, you want to get up and do some time? A little guest set as a thank you for coming down here, schlepping all the gear and doing the thing for us? I said, Absolutely not a problem. Thank you so much for the time. So the guy who opens the show, he's your host, doing 10 minutes, then bringing up all the other comics throughout the night, asked me, So how's the best way to bring you up, man? How do you want to be introduced? I don't really care about how you're introduced. I always feel like the reason why they do that when they you hear a guy like, hey, you've seen him on The Tonight Show and he's been on you know Late Night with Conan O'Brien and blah, blah, blah. The reason why they do that is so that it already sets a precedent that this person is established and that they are funny. And I've always thought, that I mean, that's great, but if you're really that good and you're that funny, it's not going to matter what you did before because you're in this moment right now and people care about right now, not what you did a long time ago. So... I mean, whatever, man. I, I said, here's a couple of things I've done. I got, you know, I got a couple of movies coming out here soon. You know, um, you could mention my job, what I do for a living. You know, I've been around Minneapolis radio now for 20 years. But yeah, whatever, man. Don't worry about it. I said, by the way, uh, last name is Pavich, P-A-V-I-C-H, Rudy Pavich. All you have to do is think about a bear paw and then add Vich at the end. And you get my last name, Rudy Pavich. The sad part is... Going into it, I knew exactly what was going to happen. I thought, all it's going to take is for one moment for that guy to forget (laughs) everything that we talked about. Because I get it. You're in the moment. You're up on stage. You got people looking at you. They're staring you down. And you forget about, you know, whatever conversation you had a moment ago because your brain is in nine different places. And then this is what comes out. This guy's a local comic. really funny. Please give it up for Rudy Popovich. Mm -hmm. Popovich, of course. Of course. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> Haven't been called Popovich before. The problem is with my last name and in this area, there are too many similar last names. You have my name, which is Povich. Uh, Mark Pavlich just passed away. He was a part of the Minnesota North Stars. He was also on the 1980s Olympic hockey team that beat the Russians to go on to win gold. Of Do you believe in miracles? So when he died, I got like five text messages and a couple of Facebook messages going, I'm so sorry for your loss. Dude, I had never met that guy. Just a close, similar last name. The Maury Povich one always gets me because I'm always asked, are you related to him? Absolutely not. <laughs> this is P-O-V-I-C-H. I'm P-A-I-V-I-C-H. How would you think? It's not like two people that are also first named Rudy would ever be related to one another. I don't know why that kind of drives me nuts when they go, uh, you know, um, ooh, I mean, not to throw office space into the mix. It's just the first thing that came to mind. But they go, oh, oh, Richard Bolton. Are you related to Michael Bolton? Huh? Or, you know, Michael Landau. Are you related to Michael Bolton? No, they got the first names. Why would you ever think that? It comes up way more than you would expect. 
especially with Rudy. People are like, oh, so, uh, you know, you related to uh, Rudy Purpich, the former governor of Minnesota? No, just the same first name. Close, similar last name. So I get it. And I did, you know, obviously I had laughed about it and went, dude, it's fine. Don't worry. He then came back up and was like, yeah, so screwed up his last name. I was like, you don't need to bring it up. <laughs> it's fine. These people don't know, nor are they going to care. I went up, did five minutes. It's a fun set. I think I told you guys last week that my daughter had written a joke, um, which I thought was great. We kind of rewrote it to sort of fit why a grown man would be saying something like this. But uh, the joke kind of turned into, um, I dated a girl who gave out pencils on Halloween and I said, you can't give out pencils on Halloween. And she said, why? What do you have against pencils? And I said, well, first off, they taste awful. And that was a joke that Kinley wrote. And I thought, that's a great joke. So I closed on it and actually got a pretty decent laugh. So I want to say thank you to my daughter. All right. Secondly, let's stop that. There we go. That's the music I'm looking for. Yeah. What do you do with old porn? Brought this conversation up to my brother-in-law that when I was a child, around the age of 12, 13, there was an apartment complex just outside on the outskirts of Hibbing called Park Place. And I had friends of mine who lived there. So we would always go ride bikes, climb some trees. And one day we came across an old bag of porn. Had some clubs, some hustlers in there. Now... You can imagine our surprise being 12, 13-year-old kids when you found a bag of porn. And how you thought, it's not going to ever get better than this. And then, fast forward about six months later, you find another bag of porn. (laughs) Who are these guys that are just taking porn and throwing it out in the woods? Well, uh, I brought it up to an uncle of mine about a year after we had found it. And he said, yeah, that's what you do with old porn. Like, you don't want it to go to waste. You know, all these VHS cassettes and these CD uh, DVDs and, you know, all the magazines. You don't want to throw them out. You just go set them in the woods. Let other kids find them. It's a rite of passage. So when my daughter got to be about the age of two, she was getting to that point where she was opening drawers on her own. And uh, my daughter's mom had said to me, all right, maybe it's time. And by that time, like the Internet had come around and porn was ubiquitous. You could find it everywhere. But, you know, when I first started out on that endeavor... You could only buy it at a store and then bring it home in a paper bag and then keep it tucked underneath a mattress or out of the hands of small children somehow. But now it's just on, on the, all over the Internet. And she said, all right, it's time for this thing to go. And I thought, yeah, you're right. It's probably time that we get rid of the porn. So uh, the next day, she got our daughter all gussied up and ready to get in the stroller and take a walk. And I said, all right, I'll meet you outside. And I came out with a giant box. And she said, what are you doing with that box? So I'm getting rid of the porn you asked me to get rid of. She said, what? What are you going with it? Just throw it in the trash. I said, no, you don't throw it in the trash. You stick it in the woods. She goes, absolutely not. You don't throw it in the woods. I said, you absolutely 100% do. Porn deserves to be in the woods. It needs to be found by 12 and 13-year-old children and be taken home. That is what I did when I was a kid. Now, I'm hoping that, you know, maybe it was an adult who found it. I don't know. But I'm kind of praying that kids came across it. Not that I would ever hand deliver some of that material to a child. I believe it's illegal. But that's what you do with it. You throw it in the woods. So I just took the box and I walked it down to uh, our local park. And while we were on the walkway, I said, hang on a second. And I ran into the woods and I dropped the box off and went about my day. 
And that was the last time I had any sort of pornographic materials in my house. She thought it was nuts. So I bring this up to my brother-in-law, Justin, who's beside himself that this happened. I was like, you guys never found porn? Just strewn about? Like, never found, like, a bag of it? Like, at an alley behind a dumpster or anything? He said, ah, no. How weird. We, you just got rid of it. No. That's silly. You can't just waste porn. So I said, no. But, uh, listen, I'm a big believer in you just throw it in the woods. Let somebody else find it. It needs to go to a new home. And nowadays, can you imagine, like, showing a, a penthouse magazine to a 16-year-old man? Are they called man? Did you say I'm 16 at man? I guess they're still boys. I don't know. But yeah. So yeah, like a 16-year-old dude, you're like, oh, by the way, put down that iPhone because I got something that's really going to get your gears moving. That's right. Who needs a magazine? He'd be like, what, dude? He'd roll it up and hit you with it. So it's a bygone era. I find it to be quaint. If you ask me, I think that it's quaint. I feel like we should... Uh, if you do have old porn, you know, probably not the expensive stuff. Like, if you got, you know, Madonna's old Playboy issue, you might want to keep that one around for a little while. feel like that one might be able to garner you a couple of bucks here and there. But, uh, I don't know. If you got it, dispose of it correctly. Put it in the woods. What a great PSA that would be. Hi, I'm Rudy Pavich for old porn. Do you have old porn just lying around your house, probably tucked underneath the mattress or next to a nightstand, and you don't want your children to find it? What you need to do is go out to the garage, grab yourself a cardboard box, load it on up, and put it in the woods. Now, maybe a 12-year-old boy is going to find it. I don't know. But nonetheless, it's not in your house anymore. And thus, at least the eyeballs you don't want to have on it aren't going to be on it. And that is your children. Don't worry about other people's kids. It's your kids that you need to worry about. Dun, dun, dun. The more you know. I'm just saying. Don't be that guy who takes porn and just wastes it. You, you need to have a plan of action. Now, if you have like an abundant supply of this stuff lying around, I feel like I'm speaking to a certain age right now because nobody else has this stuff. Like, I can't even tell you the last time. And I imagine you probably just like age out of it, but to like walk into like a porno shop, like Sex World on Washington Avenue here in Minneapolis, like I couldn't even tell you the last time we walked into one of those places. And like strip clubs, they, I feel like that's going to be the one thing that still holds true. Even after the pandemic is over, like people still like going to the strip club. Which leads me right into our next segment for today. Today is International Women's Day. <laughs> hey, do you guys watch some UFC? Man, Amanda Nunes was on a tear taking on Megan Anderson this weekend. Amanda oh, hit so goodness. damn the Desperation leg. shot. Oh, Anderson. my goodness. She's hurt bad. This fight is absolutely Amanda's going to submit her. Yeah, she's got to try and go. Or she's going to go to sleep. There's the tap yeah, Amanda wow. Nunes. Wow. wow. With a quick title defense I mean, tonight. I mean, just a non-event. 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 A non-event. That's non -event. the best way to put it. Was in zero danger. Never in Jeez. trouble. Every time she touched Megan Anderson. Man, you know, so Amanda Nunes came on the scene. If you're not in that UFC, which I'm not crazy in the UFC, I do enjoy the UFC. I don't mind watching it when it's in my, my feed on social medias. I don't seek it out. The bigger fights I will, Conor McGregor, stuff like that. But when Amanda Nunes came to town, she was, I, I think that first fight she went up against Ronda Rousey. And there was like, a, there's a time in life where it was... You know, pre-Ronda Rousey getting knocked out and then post-Ronda Rousey getting knocked out. And when she got knocked out by Holly Holmes, it was like, man, 
it felt like the world was off. It felt like there was just something not right, you know? It was like you watched one of your own friends get the tar beat out of him. And I don't know, I don't know what it was, but then, you know, Rhonda came back and she went to go fight Amanda Nunez and Amanda just smoked her. Like that, you could tell after that fight, it was like, okay, Rhonda, this has been a good run. It's time to hang him up. Uh, Amanda Nunez kind of seems like a little too much of a hard ass for me. She is, I mean, she is tough as nails and she is proving it. The problem that they're going to start running into now is that there's going to be nobody that can take her out. I mean, Megan Anderson was probably one of the last females and the height advantage. I mean, she had like seven and a half inches of height on Amanda Nunes and Amanda completely rocked her. Took her out in like two minutes and three seconds. It wasn't even a fight. But I think I'm starting to change my my tides when it comes to Amanda Nunes because I wasn't a fan right away. And I'm watching her just, just, and how can't you, you know, completely tip your cap to somebody who has worked that hard and is on that high of a pedestal and so far above everybody else, man, like she is just seriously. And eventually we're, we're going to get to that point or she's going to get to that point in her career where uh, there's going to be somebody who comes along and she's going to be that next Ronda Rousey. She's going to be that next person that gets knocked out. And you're going to go, ooh, the world doesn't feel right right now. Feels a little off, you know? I mean, imagine like during the time of Muhammad Ali when he was just on a tear and watching him getting knocked out for the first time, you you feel jello-legged for whatever reason. But uh, for International Women's Day, I'm a big fan. I'm a big believer that uh, uh, I hope that that she gets more opportunities and more fighters are going to come up. And she's she's kind of doing right now what we all thought that Ronda Rousey was going to do was to, like, change the game a little bit. And I don't know, man. Like, I feel like time is going to tell. And if you're going to look back and start crunching numbers, I think Amanda Nunes might hold – she doesn't quite have the name recognition that Ronda Rousey does, but I think if you give it a little bit of time, this gal is going to be the next household name. I mean, she's already doing, like, Dos Equis commercials or something. I just saw her on one the other day, and – I don't know. I feel like she might be the next real, real deal that we see come through there. Gonna be, she's going to transcend. You know, Conor McGregor transcends. You know that name. It's a household name. You don't, you don't have to watch one of his fights. You don't even have to be a boxing fan. All you got to do is just be plugged into some sort of internet connection, and that guy transcends. Derek Jeter was like that. You just know the name. I feel like she's going to be that next person. And If not, then mark me wrong, but I think she deserves it. I think she's definitely... Um, you know, somebody that you start looking at some of these younger, these younger fighters that are coming up the ranks and you're going to start noticing their styles are kind of mimicked after her a little bit, you know, and I guess what a better tip of the cap that you could possibly get, huh? All right. I got to get on out of here. Make sure that you guys uh, subscribe to this podcast on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Stitcher now, which is probably one of my favorite platforms to be able to get, uh, uh, podcast from you can find us uh, me online Instagram it's just at Rudy underscore Povich I believe we're going to start coming up with a um, a long walk to Cleveland uh, social media platform where we're going to start posting all this stuff so I can start getting some of this audio and whatnot off of my feed and just do kind of my stuff on there and this will be its own separate thing but uh, we uh, just kind of give you a little bit of update too behind the scenes uh, me my buddy Eric who's going to be joining me on a couple of these episodes every now and again came in we kind of started getting the next you know um, evolution of this podcast together where you know we're starting to get interviews together and we're starting to figure out more and bigger ways 
to be able to present some of this content. So hopefully you stick it out with us. I know the thing is still in its infancy, and we're hoping to grow it, and I hope that you guys will be there with it uh, for as long as we decide to keep doing it. So in the meantime, you guys have yourself a great day. I'm Rudy, and, and thank you so much for coming on a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.